Hello, it's Chloe here, host of the Beyond Net Zero Journey, which is where we are sharing, or I am sharing, let's be honest, uh, the steps we're taking at e-commerce master plan, which is my business, to take our business to a point beyond net zero, because quite frankly, net zero is not good enough. And uh, we, my business is pretty low carbon anyway, therefore, uh, and we work in an industry that is um, very bad in terms of carbon, i.e. the e-commerce industry, uh, you know, making consumers buy more. So, you know, we really should go beyond if we can. Uh, The last time we did one of these diary updates, so this is one of our diary update episodes. This is where I just kind of give you a bit of a an update on what's going on, random things I've been thinking about. Uh, and in this one, we're going to have, I'm going to share 10 different ways I'm helping myself keep thinking about reducing waste, but I'll explain that when we get to it. Now, last time in the diary update, it was all about me confessing the fact I'd not made a lot of progress because I was failing to find the time to slot it in. I talked through the various strategies I was going to use. And essentially, the one that's really working well is earmarking two mornings a month to be about focusing in on our business's journey to net zero. I'm getting stuff done. So what have I been doing since the last one of these updates? Um, Well, within the business, as part of our journey to net zero, I have been mainly working through our supplier audit. So that means going through each of the businesses that supply us with services, be it software that we use, be it our utilities um, and, you know, all that stuff and trying to work out how I can change suppliers or encourage the suppliers to reduce their carbon footprint. So therefore my carbon footprint gets reduced too. Now, I started creating a list of these suppliers and whoa, it was long. So I thought, right, how am I going to tackle this and actually make some impact? Because with two mornings a month, quite frankly, just to find out the carbon status of each of them could take me a couple of years, I reckon. So I've segmented that list down into different categories and I'm trying to tackle the ones that should have the biggest impact first. Um, At some point, I will do an episode on how we're tackling that in detail. I put one live. Our last episode was about banking because that's the bit I'm deep in at the moment. And it's an area where you can make a huge impact by moving your money from companies that lend money i.e. they lend your money to bad things, um, to banks that only lend to good things. It's an easy change to make um, and it has a huge impact. For most human beings rather than companies, it is generally the biggest impact you can have is moving your pension, moving your current accounts, moving your savings. As I said, full episode on that in number seven, um, where though I also share several really amazing tools that will make this take this to what I thought was going to be like an eight hour job down to a 30 minute job. I mean, they really are that good. So um, so go and check out that if you want to follow me in the world of improving your banking. Um, but yeah, I'm a bit deep in banking though, because a lot of the tools are set up for personal banking, which still makes them quite handy. Um, but business banking is a little bit more tricky. So what I've done so far is my personal banking is now 90% moved from Halifax to Triodos. Triodos are kind of in the UK, they are or actually in across most of Europe, they are the standout bank if you want to do good with your money. Um, so that's almost completely moved over from Halifax to them. 
in the world of business banking, um, Triodos currently aren't, at the time of recording, are not um, allowing business bank accounts. They're closed to those currently. So I'm moving to Starling, which is the next best choice from what I've seen. Uh, And they've currently got a bit of a backlog. So we've applied. We're waiting to hear if they're willing to let us have a bank account. And then we're going to move from Barclays to them. So that's going to be a big big move when it happens. That is pending a couple of is this workable for us elements because Starling, well, the Starling business account is not as uh, far down the line, I suppose, as the Barclays one. So logins and things are look like they might be a little bit tricky. How it integrates with our accounting system might be a bit tricky. So we've got, once we're up and running, we're going to run the two in parallel, see if it's workable for us. And I'm hoping at the very least, if we can't completely move across, because I'd love to completely move across, because that's going to save me the money I pay Barclays every month for the joy of having their account. Um, if that's workable, if it's not perfectly workable, I will keep the two and we'll put as much cash as we can over with Starling and then um, use Barclays for the stuff we can't do so easily with Starling. Because I just, I think it would be a backward step for me to end up going back into making payments rather than my accounts team doing it fundamentally. Uh, so we're going to see how we can, how that ends up working. But first of all, Starling have to agree to give us accounts. So fingers crossed that will happen. Um, and actually, I should say on the personal banking side of things, I'm going to be keeping the Halifax account open as well, because um, with Halifax, I can pay in checks using the app uh, and my parents keep paying me for the stuff I do for them. Uh, not that I charge them like a fee, but when I pick up shopping and all the rest of it, they like to pay by check. So that will save me posting checks to Triodos. I will use Halifax to pay in then I'll transfer the money over to Triodos. Um so some of these new banks don't have quite all the functionality you want, but there's always a way of making it work for you. Now, so personal current account is done. Oh, pension is also done. We moved all that to, to pension B. Um, apart from embarrassingly, my staff uh, pension with Barclays, which they won't let me move. So um, some of my pension is doing horrible, horrible things, but I'm not allowed to move it. So what can you do? Oh, if anyone knows what I can do about that, do let me know. Um Credit cards. Also, oh, business banking is move is on in process. Credit cards. That's today's project. When I finish recording this for you, for you guys, I am going to be going, getting deep into the world of credit cards. I mentioned when it comes to current accounts and savings, there are some amazing tools out there. No one seems to have created the brilliant tool for credit cards. In America, there's a great looking green credit card. There doesn't seem to be one in the UK. So anyone who fancies creating one and let me know about it, let me know. That's for personal or for business. So um, I'm about to go and work through, I think it's going to be quite a long winded way of trying to work out where we move um, my personal credit cards and my business credit cards. So they're doing better things than they currently are. Or that maybe I'll find out that the personal credit card is with someone great. I know the business one isn't because it's with Barclay card. So I'm working on that, that research today. Once I've got, uh, the info on that, I'll do another one of these episodes on that. Um, so that's, that's the big bit at the moment is supplier audit deep in banking I'm really looking forward moving on to another category actually but it's been great to make big progress uh what we're also doing in the business is we're in the process of reskinning all the websites where the number one goal was to make them faster for seo reasons but of course lighter faster websites equals less electricity used so that's pretty cool on the greening things front as well um 
I also now have an electric car. That's something else we've done in the business is we bought me an electric car. So um, that makes, you know, obviously when I drive anywhere, that's a lot better. But also it's enough to spark conversations about well, why on earth are you driving a range, petrol guzzling Range Rover when you could be using an electric car. So that's what we've done in the business since the last diary update. Uh, in terms of, so as well as making the business net zero, I'm doing a lot of shouting about it. Uh, because, you know, at the moment, I think one of the biggest and best things anyone can do is persuade someone else to improve what they're doing. So in the world of shouting about it, I've been recording a lot of podcasts with super inspiring retailers. Those are coming out uh, now and in the future on the e-commerce master plan podcast. So that's been, it's always a pleasure. It's one of the ways I learn about all of this. And it's so cool to be able to give such amazing people. So it's such inspiring people, a platform on which to inspire others. I've also um, been doing at least one kind of big visibility LinkedIn post a week about the journey we're taking. So there were some pretty noisy posts around credit cards, around banking, etc. So that's another way of just kind of making people think about these things. And it's also connecting me with some brilliant people too. I've been recording on other people's podcasts, often talking about sustainable marketing, sustainable e-commerce, just to, you know, spread the word and haven't done any events because it's summer. So there's barely anything happening in the event space, but there are several I'm speaking at in the autumn, both virtually and in the real world. So um, don't worry, there will be a big helping of net zero in each of those presentations. Um, on a learning front, that's another vague element of this. Um, I am trying to Whilst I'm sharing as I learn, I am trying to actively learn as well. I had a big kind of, should I, shouldn't I do an MSc or get some qualifications? And in the end, I decided not to do a formal course in sustainability or net zero, etc. Because it would have been, I think, a distraction from what I'm already doing. As I said, I think one of the biggest impacts I can have is inspiring other people to do better. I'm lucky enough to have a platform on which I can do that. And if I'm spending, you know, a couple of days a week working on an MSc or attending a course, that's time I can't spend inspiring others. So I think continuing to organically learn is a better use of the resources and the time I have to have make a bigger impact. Um, as I record this, I'm debating this on LinkedIn. So maybe that will change by the next diary update. But at the moment, Chloe is not doing a formal course or getting any qualifications in sustainability. Um, but what I have done since the last diary update is I did an excellent YouTube course on regeneration, which is kind of going beyond sustainable and beyond circular to the next level up, I suppose is the best way to explain it. It was really good, really got me thinking. Um, we've put the link to that in the show notes for you. Um, so that's what we've been doing in the business. Kind of another theme, I don't really, I kind of, I mentioned this at the beginning and said I'd explain it later. I'm still not quite sure how to actually explain this, but something else I've been doing and thinking about is all those little improvements you can make that are good, they they do help, um, but which also act as reminders to you, like constant drip, 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 little reminders to keep thinking, how can I do this more sustainably? sustainably? How can I do this in a more net zero manner? Um, and some of these are truly tiny. And also some of these give the opportunity to spark 
a conversation with a friend to get them thinking maybe there's another way they can do it. So they're kind of inspiring other people, conversation starters, reminders to do better, loads of little things. None of these are worth an episode of this on their own, but I figured they might give you some some cool ideas on how to improve things. Uh, and, and actually, I think every single one of them is actually saving me money as well, which is pretty cool uh, for the things we're doing, you know, for the way the, the, the economy is at the moment. And none of them took a great deal of time. So these are kind of some quick wins, I suppose, that will help you make, make little improvements, act as a reminder to you to do better. And um, many will give you the opportunity to spark a conversation with a friend to improve even more. So here's 10 that I've managed to come up with. Um, and if you've got some, do do get in contact and let me know. So the first one, and these are in no particular order. The first one is we have in the office, I've got a white electric kettle that has a only boil to 80 degrees because I drink quite a lot of green tea and that shouldn't go to, you know, to boiling. So I thought, well, why not get one of those? Because we needed a kettle when we moved into the office last year and it's white. So I had a Sharpie and I went, right, let's, let's draw on this the level at which I should fill it for the big teapot, the small teapot and just a cup. Now that might seem a bit ridiculous and many of you may not want a kettle with drawings all over it in your house, but it's massively reduced the amount of water I'm boiling each time I want something. Uh, And it's just that reminder, every time I go to the kettle, I'm getting a reminder to think about the planet, not just about the fact I need uh, another cup of tea. So that's the first one. See, I told you these were going to be pretty simple. Number two, Ecosia, E-C-O-S-I-A. It's a search engine which plants, I think they they plant trees for your searches. Can't remember if it's a tree for every search or not, but you can set it up so it's your default search engine. It's now my default search engine. It's not as good as Google, let's be honest. Um, it's not as clever a search engine, but 80% of the time it finds the right answer. And if it doesn't, I search on Ecosia for Google and then I go to Google and find the right answer. So it's a simple thing. Doesn't cost me a penny, but it is making, you know, it's making a difference. It's planting trees and it's, you know, just another little reminder. How could we be doing better? So Ecosia, E-C-O-S-I-A. Uh, number three, unsubscribing and deleting emails. So every morning when I open up my inbox, I am now looking at the emails that are coming in and thinking, do I actually want to be subscribed to this? And if I'm not, if I don't want to be subscribed to it, then I A, unsubscribe. And then B, I do a search in Gmail for at whatever the, you know, it came from in the sender field. And then I delete all the past emails I've had from them. That may seem like a tiny thing to be doing, but all those emails are being stored somewhere. My business has existed for almost a decade now, and I found some of them are things I haven't opened any of their emails. and I've been subscribed since like 2017. That's a load of stuff sitting somewhere on a server, costing money, costing money, costing carbon to be stored. So it just reduces my footprint a teeny tiny amount. But if every day I'm doing this, then that's an awesome thing to be doing. And it's making my inbox a lot smaller, which is even better. So unsubscribe and delete from emails. I try and do about one a day if, you know, if something's come in. Uh, Number four, 
switch to buying secondhand books. Now, I am a bit of a business book junkie. There are far too many books in this office that I have never read. Uh, I'll be honest about it. So I decided what I wanted to do was start buying secondhand wherever possible rather than new books. Uh, And then I thought, well, I could buy them on Amazon or... There's an amazing um, business called World of Books that's a B Corp here in the UK, WOB.com, um, who sell a lot of secondhand books. They're very good at selling secondhand books and they're a B Corp. So I've switched my book buying activities from Amazon to WOB, World of Books. And then even better, they own Ziffit which is one of those um, companies where you can barcode scan old books, DVDs, etc., and sell them back to them. So I'm also now trying to take the business books that I'm never going to read again, that are no longer relevant, and sell them back to them. Um, I've got as far as creating the the parcel, but you have to send it back via a Collect Plus pickup point, and those are really inconvenient where I live, so I've still not quite managed to send the books back. But make your business book habit circular, buy secondhand, and then recycle the old ones. So um, Wob and Ziffit are the things you I recommend in the UK if you're doing that. Uh, wherever you are in the world, I bet there's an option. And if they don't have it, I will go and buy it on Amazon, but I'll aim for the second hand option. Okay, so that's number four. Number five, I've bought an electric car. And I reckon about 50% of the reason I've done this is to go, well, I've gone electric. I'm managing to do it. Why can't you? And uh, I've just got a, a tiny little Fiat 500. I've had some interesting times learning how to drive that round country lanes when it's an automatic. There have been some fairly abrupt emergency accidental stops, uh, which luckily have not yet injured anyone. Uh, and I um, I got properly stuck one day when I couldn't work out how to make it move. Pretty much learned how to use it now. Um, loving it. Uh, and it's, it's sparking conversations and it's making everything I do that little bit more green. So the electric car, bit of a big one on this list, but it has a has an impact. Uh, number six, using up old, insert thing here. So uh, things I'm, I've been working on using up that we had lur- lurking around the office and at home, notebooks. Oh my word, do I have a notebook habit. I had a pretty big notebook habit and then uh, I started attending a lot of conferences I've got stacks of notebooks. I, I gathered them from all around the house and all around the office and I put them in the same place in the office and I've now banned myself from buying any notebooks until I at least halve the pile, okay? There are so many of these. So other things I'm doing this with has been pens. So surrounded by pens from conferences. We are now, what, uh, 2020, 2021, We're almost three years from the start of the pandemic, Right. So we're almost three years from the from, you know, when I stopped going to lots of events, I have almost run out of pens. It's taken three years, but I'm working my way through those pens. Now, once I run out of them, I'm going to go to pens with refills. But there's no point in buying pens with refills. I'm still surrounded by pens I haven't yet used. So using up those old things and putting little bands on yourself from buying new. It's just that constant reminder. Oh, this is a bit of a tatty notebook. I reckon I there are some in the pile that. I bought as a child. I am not joking. Um, so yeah, working through that is a nice reminder. Uh, in that vein, I've also, because it's been so hot here in the UK, I've also been making window coverings for the windows that didn't have curtains, both in the office where we've got a couple of Veluxes. So they were 
hideous for the sun coming in and warming everything up and at home where our utility room didn't have a curtain and our porch didn't have a curtain. So I nearly went to Truro Fabrics, my local fabric store, to buy fabric to do this. I went, hold on a minute, Chloe. We've got old sheets. We've got stuff you bought for projects, never finished off. Let's go through the pile of of stuff we've got. Try and find the lightest ones because you don't want black because that attracts the sun. And I've made all these window coverings from stuff that was just lurking around my house. And it's made a big difference to the temperature of the house too. Did have to buy a little bit of Velcro tape to stick them up. I think that cost me £1.30. So using up old insert thing here. That is my number six. Number seven, no packaging foodstuffs. So if I look, if I was to go through our bin about a year ago, at least 50% of it at home would be packaging from foodstuff, if not 80% of it packaging from foodstuff. And a lot of that foodstuff did not need to come in packaging. So one of the ways I'm doing this is by making um, our own. So I try and make our own pesto. I try and make our own falafel. It doesn't always happen, but I try. Um, and then the other th- way we're doing it is I'm I've gone over to the world of jam jars and loose goods, you know, rice, pasta, oats, all this kind of stuff in there. Um, I'm not regularly in town. So rather than doing this with a local, um, you know, dry goods store, I'm doing it with Good Club, who are an e-commerce store, who send you the, set, let's, let's go with rice. They send you the rice in a plastic container. The box gets delivered by DPD. You then decant it into your own containers and then send them back the box via Hermes. How cool is that? You subscribe and you get one delivery a month. I'm currently in the process of trying to work out how big the jars need to be and how much I use in a month and all the rest of it. So it's quite an interesting process, taking a little bit of time to get used to it. Um, And uh, I think the porridge oats I ordered last month ended up in about six different containers to add some teeny tiny jam jars. So as so long as you see the entertaining side of that, it's all it's all good and it's all heading in a good direction. But that is um is an in, being an interesting process and it's already having an impact on the size of our bin bag. And I think this winter we'll only be putting out one bin bag a fortnight because that's how much rubbish we're actually generating, which is kind of cool. So we'll halve our bin bag u- usage during the winter, not in the summer because um, I suspect it's going to start smelling if we keep it for two weeks. And we are lucky enough to have weekly bin collections. Anyway, that's by the by our bin collection schedule. Um, I told you these were quite random. Uh, number eight, closely related to no packaging foodstuffs, is big refilled toiletries. So we're using, currently I'm using Hair Story, who are, um, who actually they're pretty cool. They're a company from, from the States, very D2C brand, non-detergent hair care products, which are cool for my hair. I've been using them for about a year. They're also very low on the packaging front. And um, they also, the way their products work means you wash your hair less frequently and they, they, uh, they enable you to do more air drying rather than um, electric hair drying, which means obviously the whole process becomes less carbon of an issue. So hair story for the for the um, hair stuff and then um, currently for things like washing uh, powder washing liquid um, uh, detergent and uh, shower gel and hand wash those I moved over to massive five litre containers and refilling things we already had so 
I should say, on both the, the no-packaging foodstuffs and the big refill toiletries, rather than going out and buying a load of kilner jars or buying pretty pumps, I'm trying to use stuff we've already got. So refilling the, um, you know, the last lot of body wash containers we had because I'll use those till they die and then I'll buy something more solid. But I don't need something more solid now. Um, so for that side of things, that side of the toiletries, currently using Good Club because they you know, do that for you as well. But um, I'm thinking of trying Bauer Collective um, in the UK for that instead, because they're those big five litre drums. There's an awful lot of plastic in them and most of them are not recycling them. So I'm not sure that's actually better, whereas Bauer Collective are sending out in different com- kind of containers and they take it straight back and recycle it. So I may well switch that to Bauer Collective and then do our cleaning products as well, which we haven't yet changed at home. In the office, we're using um, oh, what they call eco cloths, which don't need any detergent. So in the office, I'm using those anyway. So we're low on, on, on those kind of products. Um if I was in the U- USA, I'd give Grove Collaborative a go because we ha- I did an amazing interview with their head of marketing and they're a super cool company. But over here in the UK, can't use that. So we're going to give Bauer Collective a go. Um, number nine. Wow, this is taking a while to get through, isn't it? Number nine, trying to use reusable things instead of disposable things wherever possible. So definitely so far, I'm on period pants instead of disposable things. Um, I'm using water bottles instead of disposable water bottles. We're using silicon lids at home instead of endless amounts of cling film. Man, did that make a huge difference to how much cling film we use. Um, And next on the list is handkerchiefs. I seem to get through an awful lot of boxes of tissues and I am considering switching back to my habit of a childhood and using handkerchiefs. I haven't quite got my head around that one yet, um, but that's probably going to be the next reusable thing. So every time I'm using those, I'm reminding myself, could I do this more reusably? Could I do this without creating so much waste? Um, And then number 10 is personal rules. So um, myself and uh, my husband, we don't fly anymore. Um, We're not upgrading our phones anymore. So we've got these little rules that we're doing uh, and we're, we're trying to move over to not eating meat Monday to Friday. Keep failing on that one, but I think we're up to about three or four nights, days a week with no meat. Um, those personal rules, they're just little challenges that just remind you to do better, to do better, to do better. So there you go. There's my one to ten, which all are saving us money as well as being good for the planet and not that difficult to do either. Yes, the good club and the, you know, the the refilled toiletries and the foodstuffs are a little bit time consuming to get your head around. But once you've done it, it's all good. Um, There's also some I've got planned, some more ideas. Um, Solios watch. There are these are these beautiful solar powered watches from Canada. Um, I think I'm I'm a fan of a good watch and I like the idea of having one that I never have to replace the battery in. I can keep forever, can change the straps on and which could be a, a talking point in itself because it doesn't look solar powered. I challenge you to try and work out where the solar panel is, but um, that is next on my shopping list. Uh, and then I will sell, recycle the watches I already have. Uh, once the new bank cards come through, they in themselves will be a reminder because they'll be the right type of bank. Um, and, a, and a conversation started too. 
I'm also about to start selling or recycling the clothes I just don't wear. My wardrobe is too full. I'm bored of it having so much in it and a lot of it I just don't ever seem to wear. So it's time to enable someone else to buy a secondhand garment that's barely been worn. Um, So that'll probably be on Vinted or Oni or maybe somewhere else. I haven't quite worked out where, but that's one of the next ones to get to but that's going to be quite time consuming and involving going to the post office a lot and as I live in Cornwall which currently is full of tourists we love you but gosh you're everywhere um once we've got past that I think that's gonna be an autumn project once the roads get a little bit quieter and the queues in the post offices go down a bit so that's some other things I've got planned gosh this diary update's been a bit longer than I thought it was going to be not sure I'm going to make all the progress I want to on the credit card space um, today but we'll give it a go anyway I hope that's been useful I hope that's inspired you to make a couple of little changes that will help in your life and in your business any ideas if you listen to that and gone oh my god she should be doing that or why is she doing it that way this is so much better always interested just get in contact with us um, and thank you so much for listening bye till next time